Okay, this thing is on. I checked. I'm not on mute. Are you on mute, Seth? Never. Okay, good. Um, Today, we're talking about finding your voice, which is a very central part of this workshop, and it can be challenging. And all about being on mute. All about being on mute. There you go. You can't find your voice when you're on mute. And so the occasion for this is that today is the day you are all recording your own voice for the first time. I mean, this is assuming that you haven't done this in the past. This is the first time in the workshop that you're recording your voice. And this is a really big deal. I actually very specifically remember the day in grad school in my radio class that I recorded my voice for the first time. Well, I actually more remember the day that I was forced to play it back to the class, not as much the day that I recorded it, but more when it was in the speakers playing through the classroom and everyone was hearing it. Um, I think it can be really intimidating, especially when you listen back and you don't sound like you think you sound. (laughs) Actually, it's really funny. Like, it's such a phenomenon. I was listening to some, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and my girlfriend, Kenya, who, you know, Seth, she said, she heard me hearing it. She heard me listening to it from the kitchen. And she said, that person sounds exactly like me. That's so crazy. Like that's, that's my exact voice that I have. And it couldn't have sounded any different from her. It didn't sound even remotely what she's like at all like her. And so the idea of hearing your voice for the first time in recording can be intimidating. And sometimes you might not like what you sound like. Do you have any thoughts on that, Seth? Well, this gets back to the thing you brought up earlier about sounding like yourself. So I was, I bumped into a, a video of a guy comparing pop filters on the internet. And he was a voiceover guy, Michael Del Gaudio. And he has the most delicious, most professional voiceover voice I've heard in a long time. And I thought about the fact that I would happily hire him to make a car commercial, but I don't think I could listen to a podcast of him because he doesn't sound like anybody. He sounds like a professional pile of vanilla ice cream. And, <laughs> you know, when, when I listen to Alex De Palma, she sounds like Alex De Palma and she reminds me of that person that I care so much about. Hmm. And when I sit in the shower in the back of my office and make a podcast, I don't do retakes and stuff, because I'm not trying to sound like Michael Delgaudio. If I was, I'd hire him, trying (laughs) to sound like me. And if that reminds you of my work or my ideas, then it has succeeded. So again, we're coming back to this idea. You don't have to be annoying and you don't have to be sloppy, but you do have to be you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also, I mean, I think a piece of advice that I would give... um, Think about other podcasts that you enjoy. Think about what the host sounds like, but don't mimic the host. You do not need to mimic Ira Glass and you don't need to mimic Krista Tippett. You don't need to mimic the people whose hosting abilities you admire. You can kind of take what you think is interesting and what works about their their style, their delivery, whatever it is about their voice that you like. The phenomenon that was happening for a while when I first started in public radio about wow, it's crazy to say, but like 10 years ago where everyone sounded like Ira Glass because This American Life was the the big podcast and that was the thing that everyone was listening to. Don't feel like you need to sound like anyone else. Um, just but sound like you. an important aside. It's not you. It is a simulacrum mm. of you. It is a version mm. of you. And True. the more you make yourself available for parody, the more likely it is you will be distinctive. Meaning, Mm -hmm. Bill Murray, or um, yes, my friend Krista Tippett, or 
Clint Eastwood. If anyone, if you, if you're someone, someone else can do it an imitation of, you're being distinctive. If you are trying instead to fit in and go all the way to the middle, you're burying part of your peculiarity, right? So at the beginning of my podcast where I go, hey, it's Seth, and this is Akimbo. I don't talk like that in real life, but it's a version of me, right? And so you're allowed to do that because you're putting on a show. And don't forget you're putting on a show. This is not the true you. No one will ever know the true you, even your spouse. Mm -hmm. This is just the version of you you are presenting in this format. That's a very good point. And I loved when you just did it, you saw me because we're on video right now, but I mouthed along with you. This is akimbo because when you listen to something over and over, you get familiar with it and you become very, I mean, I think you become attached to it. So yeah, I, I, I love that point that you made that it's, it's not just you having a conversation. It is you recording yourself and putting on a performance. Um, so have fun today. Have fun recording your voice. We have a couple assignments where you're reading a couple different things. You're telling jokes, um, but have fun. And if you're not feeling comfortable, please recognize that you're not the only one who's not feeling comfortable. And after the next 35 days, however many days you're going, you're going to look back and laugh that you ever even played back your voice and felt weird about it. So have fun. Make a ruckus. Make a ruckus.